0: swan media studios deep inside a secret underground bunker we're speaking to freedom loving patriots from all around the country and the world welcome to the resistance this is john crump live live Live.
1: and we are here on a wednesday afternoon or as i like to call it leak eve because i have another leak dropping tomorrow and maybe i will not tell you what it is but just make sure you check out john crump news tomorrow for that leak we are also sponsored by a couple really cool people here and the first i want to get out of the way is jsd supply jsd supply makes some of the sickest slides ever check this one out right here this is one of their new patmos slides going to my p80 my Glock 26 size p80 which is really really cool also we are brought to you by black swan tactical.com black swan tactical where you can get some really cool patches we're going to talk about some of those later and let's roll the commercial
0: One Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more, there's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war.
1: How's that sound? Oh, I do see uh shooting gallery New England out there. Shooting Gallery New England is my boy, and he has a channel that you all need to check out. Shooting Gallery New England. He's on his march to one K. And usually we do this commercial first. They're the first shout out we always give, but we're gonna do this shout-out the last because one of the co-founders is on the show today. And that is Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market, and they are really cool.
0: Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet. With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e commerce needs. For Gun Guys, buy Gun Guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution
1: and with that I'm going to introduce to you my co-host and I'm pretty sure he put on a shirt just because this guy's on the show freaking rich crashing uh, Otherwise, rich.
2: I'd be shirtless right
1: you gotta send me that file by the way so I don't have to keep on playing this. the, the plane crash yeah that would be helpful. You keep on saying you're going to do that. And also wearing his Tusk gear, it's Mr. Rob McNeely. What's
3: going on, guys?
2: Rob, where do I get a cool hat like that?
3: It's a secret.
1: I have my cool Tusk lower back there. Uh,
2: I got mine That's... somewhere, too.
1: do 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 Alright, uh before we get started, I usually give Tuff the first shout out, but I did it the last go Jambi on here. Um, which didn't really work out the way I thought it was because we have uh the Tony Simons patch in stock over at Blocks One Tactical. Mm-hmm. And do you guys want to see what's launching this Friday? Oh, Friday. Of course. Patch Tell drop him. on October first.
2: Mm, I haven't seen this yet.
3: <laughs> oh boy!
2: And watch this.
1: This is kind of cool. Let me just uh, get this out.
3: Are you picking your butt? What are you doing? You, no, you're whipping this out. It looked like he was wiping something.
1: No, it's, it's flashlight. It, 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 it glows. See if I. It's not really. So you wipe. So you
3: wipe it and it glows? That's yes. an
2: odd way to make it glow, John.
3: That's very confusing. Yeah, I got a a fl- yes. little flashlight.
2: Oh and I mean, a flashlight
1: and, and one more thing we only have two of the glow in the darks left for sale
3: and you wipe them Ooh. on your butt to make and in there they're, they're white They're butt wipe activated
1: yep uh good, good to know chris Bullis wants to know will he be getting this tony patch soon the tony patches if you ordered pre-ordered one or you ordered it yesterday All the pre-orders are out, so they all shipped this morning. I dropped them off. We got the patches in last night. It takes a little while to go through patches because I got several hundred in of different types, and I had to, like, separate them all out and stuff like that.
2: Are they all arranged very neatly on the pool table?
1: Yes, I have a bunch of Tupperware things that patches on the pool table. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy... But the Flying Rich Kamikaze, the Kamikaze Rich patches, they look really cool. Um, well, Bessie BWE, BWE has a patch. I'm not going to show it to you guys. You're guys going to have to wait.
2: But that's the November patch. You can find it on the Internet somewhere.
3: Um, I'm still waiting for a certain number of patches to be shipped and delivered, but they're going to be pretty cool. And I'm going to send you guys some when they're ready
1: uh was that for Ooh. mr zach Carr?
3: yeah i actually Toxic, reached out for them today good. to go where are my patches because i want my patches
1: they're they're coming
3: um i want my patches zach
1: yeah he, he, they're coming i've I bought probably over a thousand patches of them
3: come on zach yeah zach's in the chat here
1: i have a couple uh, like a Like a couple more hundred that are uh, that are somewhere coming soon. Yeah,
2: yeah. I got something with Zach. Uh, I don't know if he's done with the squadron design yet or not. Oh, Zach,
3: I'll I'll trade you some kamikaze for some toss patches.
2: Okay,
1: deal. But I paid for him,
3: (laughs) so I'm trading with him. (laughs) So, Rob, you going anywhere this weekend? No.
1: All right. Okay. All right. Hold on. Before we do anything, for a, let's say, let's just kick this off. For anyone with a $7 super chat, which is cheaper, will get a free patch that basically cuts out my commission. Actually, Rich's commission. No, just joking. $7 super chat, you get a free patch, and Rich will get his money.
3: Why are you being mean to Rich?
1: I'm not being mean everybody to everybody. I'm making sure that he the gets his is. money. I'm trying to get him. To, I'm trying to get him from scratch.
3: Pay for new student, new landing gear or something.
1: Yeah, something like that. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to get him some uh, new scratch.
3: So, how are you doing, Rob? <clears throat> I've been a little busy lately. So, no uh, joke yeah well we decided so um you know how we've been working on that upgrade so tusk can do nfts mm-hmm. um and the next phase is they're debugging the waltz we'll be by the way we'll be back online hopefully in about a week so uh, we're really close because they actually had to rebuild the wallets unexpectedly um and so that's almost done so i'm super excited um oh, Sorry, that <laughs> so, uh, car
1: he said he doesn't need no patch.
3: So the next phase is is that um, I want to learn about the NFT world because we're going to be having the ability to have other people build front ends that can build marketplaces for NFTs on Tusk. So we are going through the process of launching an NFT drop, as they call oh. them. So we're going to be doing that in a couple weeks. We're of weeks. St- uh, we're going to probably have the website live three days. Almost done with it. So I'm doing web work. And you know what? I hate doing web work. Uh, so doing do I. <laughs> oh, but, GUI had,
2: UI stuff, you mean? Oh,
1: b- hold on, hold on. By the way, BWE is out there. He does have a link to join. If he wants to join, it's in his email.
2: All right, go ahead. Sorry.
3: So what were you saying, Rich?
2: So are you talking about GUI front-end work or, yeah. like, back-end coding?
3: We're doing both but I'm doing yeah. the front-end stuff right now.
2: Yeah, I, I was never partial to the GUI stuff.
3: Yeah, but most people really hate command line. Hi, Dean. Oh, yeah. see, I, I'm Dude, all No, to
1: that. no, no, what the hell? Hell no, hell no. F the GUI stuff, man. Command line, it's faster.
3: Yeah, but anybody who's in the gun world won't know how to use it. I'm in the gun world. Not really. <laughs> yeah, uh, What? So, anyways, uh, so I, I'm an doing- ending You are.
1: Rich knows command line.
3: Well, that's cool. Zach knows
2: command line.
3: I'm doing WordPress and I hate WordPress.
2: Eh, WordPress is. Yeah, well, know. that's just content management.
3: It's still art and design and all that kind of stuff. It's not the programming part that's hard, it's making it look pretty that's hard. Yes. So. And we're making it look pretty because we're going to sell artwork. And so we're pretty excited. We hired a, we hired a cool uh, Brazilian artist and came, we came up with this cool theme. And so and uh, it's called Crappy Art is our project. And then the NFT drop is called Undead Presidents. So we're doing NFTs that are what they call generative a, uh, NFTs, which are randomly designed um, or designed by the computer. Procedural and, and then, designed. Nope, generative, designed. Uh, generative so, design. Generative
1: design, ah. Oh.
3: So what happens is you create a bunch of, like, work Do you feel safe? pieces of art, Terry McCaul- and then all of people ones. run a script based on weighted averages of each different component, and then the software randomly generates the images and pulls them together. And then that's all done on the fly kind of thing. And so then we are selling them on – we'll be selling them probably the week of Halloween. So it's it's really a learning process because we need to learn the you know I'm trying to learn a lot about the NFT world in general so it's it's been actually really really fascinating going through this so we're pretty excited
1: yeah okay uh the Hoff will not be joining us he just had chemo today and without feeling up to it uh get better uh, I man. don't know
2: I think the Hoff is tougher than chemo and I, I just find it hard
1: well, Hoff to is believe. like the toughest person I know man he's like the dad I'd never had.
3: So I've got a question for you guys. What non-gun industry charities do you like? Not the ones you don't like. What non-gun charities that are not political in nature do you guys like?
1: Hmm. (laughs) Make-A-Wish. Texas Bullet with the blank $7 Super Chat. Send me an email. I'll get you out your Flying Rich patch, man. Info at Grumpy.com. Info at Grumpy.com. No, Make-A-Wish of really, really good. They were really, really good to my niece.
2: Um, non-political, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a Glenn Beck charity or, uh, you know, Mercury One charity. So the Nazarene Project, which gets people out of, you know, Christians and other people out of areas where they're occupied. So that's.
3: Okay, that's good. We'll check that out. Yeah, so, make I,
1: I mean, I, I give a lot of money to Make-A-Wish.
2: Yeah, and I, I'll tell you why I like Mercury One. Unlike other charities, none of the money you donate goes to operating expenses. They have a whole separate fundraiser. Uh, they have a Mercury One ball each year, and that's the fundraiser for their operating expenses. So every stinking dollar. It's not like when the Red Cross was saying... Hey, donate to us 9-11 blonde. Donate blood because you know all the people killed in the World Trade Center need blood donations, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And we need money for whatever. And then they bought a new computer system and sold the blood. Um, I don't trust the Red Cross as far as I can throw. They're
3: selling vampires.
1: St. Jude's is another one. Mm-hmm.
3: Interesting. I'll check that out too. It's good ideas those also have a lot of money so i'm trying to figure out i'm wondering if there's a smaller one that we can look at
2: yeah so check out uh so uh, Chad
1: with mercury one uh the the the, oh, Mi- the, michael Mosey, the uh the michael Mothler. Uh, Mer- i'll put it in the chat damn it
3: <laughs> well why i'm saying this is part of the nft drop we're going to give 20% to a charity org. Oh, And so, but we have to make a decision this week.
1: (laughs) If
0: you some
3: of these some of these bigger charities that don't know crypto. Now this isn't even tough. This will be Ethereum, but Mm -hmm. they're going to have to set up a wallet. So a smaller charity like a these big charities are you know trying to now this isn't even tough. This will be Ethereum Ethereum. is really difficult sometimes because they're just like they're really like mega corporations in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, Um, right. So
3: that's why I'm thinking if there's a smaller one. I've reached out to two. One, I talked to someone and someone was supposed to call me back and they didn't. And the other one, which was really surprising, I reached out to the Electronic Frontier Foundation. And oh, okay. I literally, and because I like what they do with digital privacy. I... Sorry. It's okay. That was
1: Chris
3: um, make. So I sent, I left three voicemails and sent two emails two and a half days ago and no one responded. Wow. 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 That's an, It's like, and this is what I say, you don't need my money. <laughs> so obviously you're fat and happy if the donation people don't call you back. They're probably doing okay.
1: Yeah. Right, right. Shumate, That's how I look I, at it. Chris Shoemake like gave are $10.
3: Respond, what's that?
1: I, well, I think there's a little bit of delay between us. Chris shoemaker gave $10 and he gave the number one fan dancing pair. Sticker.
2: Why does the pear dance? Why don't I don't get that.
1: I don't know. But uh check out check out defeatdipg dot org. Uh they really need money. Uh DIPG is one of the most underfunded cancer ch- childhood cancer stuff gets rare. Okay. Right? Um and um that's what uh that's what took my niece. So mm-hmm. it's something very, very and they do a, a hell of a lot of good work. A hell of a okay. lot of good work. Um, I appreciate that and they're not big and they 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 really need money cause for DIP research because that's just just a terrible disease
3: it is
2: so. john i just got a news flash john crook news atf leak tomorrow
1: yes mm. so yeah so yeah i got a leak coming out tomorrow um so yeah so i i would really like that I, But that's not the reason why I brought you on to talk about crypto. Uh Uh-oh. I I wanted to talk about crappyart.com, which is kind of cool.
3: It's just crappy.art. Crappy.art.
1: Yeah, not .com. Sorry. Sorry, I'm dealing with that. Crappy.art, which is... I'm an
3: artist now. Don't you understand it? it, it? Get it straight. I'm an artist.
1: Which is really cool. Um, NFT market is insane right now.
3: Yeah. Well, I think with the charity stuff, and this is what we're kind of doing. I mean, if we sell out the whole thing, it could be a significant amount of money for the charity. And there's ongoing royalties for like ever. That's crazy. So, cool. So once you sell, we are doing a drop of 8666 and the idea is we're targeting, you know, 20% to a charity um, if they'll work with us. And then um, so the thing is with these NFTs, because they're done on a blockchain, every time it's sold into the future, the original creators get a kickback every time permanently. Oh, that's that's kind of how they work.
1: That's pretty so cool. It could,
3: so for the charity, it could be ongoing funding kind uh, of thing.
1: Can I show some of it?
3: Uh, if you want to, sure.
1: Yeah, because I want to show the Undead Previdence series.
3: So with, uh, so those are those samples. We don't have any of the accessories on those, but those are some of the base art that we're going to be working on. Yeah. And not all the presidents that we have, too. So we have more presidents than that, too.
1: No, but I think it's, it looks pretty cool.
3: Yeah, it, it's going to be pretty shizzly.
1: I don't know. I like the Biden mummy. Or is that Carter?
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, but, so, I, but I like it. Uh, and uh, is that a Wolfman Biden? Werewolf, yeah. And a vampire. And a zombie Trump. Yes, sir. Yes, I do have more le- 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 leaks than Louisiana levies. Oh. Yeah, so that's cool. Oh, Joe Morgan helped someone get their first handgun today. They they got a Rough Rider Barkeep. Awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. So you have this going on. You also have uh something else outside the world of crypto going on.
3: What's that? What what outside <laughs> the world you don't know? Do you have come up? What a what?
1: Come on, man. My movie? Your movie, exactly.
3: Oh, yes. From Frost. So we're, uh, we're filming like, a-
1: You know, that's when you know you have a lot of projects and you're like, uh, which one? The movie I'm working on? Is yeah.
3: that what you well, want? Well, so my life is divided into three distinct phases as far as work. So the NFT and TUS thing, that's the crypto piece. And then that's like half my work week. The other half of my work week is relegated for my day job, which is boring. <laughs> And then movie making is the weekend job, but those are 12 hour days. So we generally, when we're filming, it's like 20 hour weekends, you know, 24 hour weekends. Um, and, but we have three days left of filming. The next day we're filming for that is on the 10th, but the last two weeks in a row, we've been uh, filming, We've been filming other stuff. So it's like uh, it's been pretty crazy. So we're hoping to wrap up principal photography um, in October. So we're really close. Sound design is coming along really, really well on that. Um, But overall, I'm super excited. Like I just got a lot of stuff going on. So it's like I'm just like, what are you talking about? It's like um,
1: you guys have a release date. Do we have what? Release date for the movie. Do we have
3: release?
1: Release date.
3: We don't. So we're shooting for probably sometime after Christmas. So, so part of this is depending on how soon we can get to the rough cut and that, and depending on how quick we can get the rough cut done, we're going to try to submit it to some film festivals that can get to the, under the cutoff dates. So depending on that, to, to get into some of the big film festivals, you have to have, you know, it has to be a world premiere, meaning you can't show it anywhere else or release it. So... Depending on how that goes, if we can get into any of those based on some of the timing, we're going to try that avenue first. If that doesn't work, we're going to go right to try to find a release deal if we miss some of those deadlines. Right. So it's kind of like we're not sure yet. So, But editing a movie takes a lot of work, but there's a lot of other pieces. Like we have some special effects that have to get done for it, so the VFX has to be done by someone else. Our sound designer is up in uh, Canada. Um, he's already started working on stuff so there's just a lot to do yet like post-production is like going to take several months but but overall i'm pretty stoked so it's like it's coming together really well we've been uh, launching i've been posting you know behind the scenes photos every couple days on the social media for that um but yeah it's a, it's pretty pretty exciting i'm i'm in a good place um the crypto the nft thing was like kind of last minute so While I was uh, down, while I'm having some downtime because uh, the developers are working on our blockchain and doing the upgrades, um, I'm like, oh, well, I can't really do much right now because everything's kind of shut down. Um, uh, So I said, well, let me look at this other NFT thing. And because we're going to be doing NFTs are going to be a big part of the future for Tusk. um, I wanted to go through the process of generating NFT art so I could learn the ins and out of it from the creator's perspective, because that'll help me understand what we need to do to build better interfaces and things in marketplaces and wallets into the future. So it's kind of like it is, it's, it's separate from Tusk, but it's so I can learn more stuff to help Tusk.
1: Yeah. Uh, Chris, make wants to know recommended places where you can buy things at Tusk.
3: Um, right now there's not a ton. Um so and right now you can't buy anything because the blockchain's kind of not accessible or the wallets aren't accessible. The blockchain's running, um, but the wallets down the main wallet's down. Um citizenarmor dot uh, com, they accept tusk. Um from and them. then and then APM eighty, <clears throat> Alex, uh precision, they make eighty percent lower as you can buy those with tusk right now. Um All so from there's there. a few places and so we have a few things we're going to have uh our big push. we haven't made our big push for retailers yet because we've had to get a lot of infrastructure stuff done first so i you know we're kind of looking at when we're going to really start pushing that is going to end up being probably the next six months i would say probably the focus right now is a lot of the big deals that we're working on with some major brands um we were trying to like make those deals happen first get our infrastructure you know, up to par, get all the tools working and make it easy. Because right now it's not easy to use for the average person. If someone's like not a crypto person, Tusk is not really super easy yet. So we have to improve some things and make it super, super simple and easy to use. And, you know, here's the thing with like most cryptos aren't easy to use. So we're trying to do things because we're really focused on getting people to use it that are not techie people. Um, and that's a lot harder. And the funny thing is, most cryptos aren't doing that, which is absurd to me. But, you know, unfortunately, it takes long, long time. So those are the things we're working on. But our big push for new retailers and things are going to be next year, more than likely.
1: Uh, Zach Quay wants to know, is there any anonymity on Tusk?
3: I will say this, that having optional privacy features in the future are on the roadmap, which we don't have a published yet. Um, so some of the upgrades we just did with our first hard fork actually allow for shielded transactions on the blockchain. Um, but the interesting thing is there's no interface for that. And, and it's interesting because we forked originally, we forked BitShares and BitShares had some of that stuff in their one of their later versions, um, these shielded transactions, but they never even built, they never built an interface. So we don't even know. So if we do that and implement it, and we're talking about how we could do that, um, BitShares hasn't even developed an interface to do shielded transactions, but it's on the protocol. So it already exists on Tusk. Um, we don't have a way to access it through, you know, the normal GUI wallet scenario. But, we're, you know, the the problem is, is that in the United States and with American exchanges, privacy coins um, kind of the government doesn't like them. And so because the government's kind of taking this kind of position that it, they don't like anonymity on blockchains, um what they do is they've basically been pressuring exchanges to not list or to delist coins that have privacy features so here's the catch 22 right you're you're a project in the united states you want to deal with americans uh the retailers you talk to say you need to be on american exchanges if they're going to interact with you and work with you and accept tusk but then if you have these privacy features as at least privacy by default the exchanges don't want to list you because they're concerned about potential regulatory scrutiny so the question is when and how we integrate that feature and open it up based on our timelines because we don't want to like cut our ankles off cut ourselves below the knees um before we get on big exchanges in the united states because that's going to hamper our growth um but just like all blockchains you know bitcoin's not a privacy chain either most blockchains do, are not anonymous most blocks, so the, and most people don't understand that. Now what's anonymous is your wallet, right? The blockchain itself is not. And so what we mean when we talk about privacy with blockchains, we're talking about right now, if you go to Bitcoin and you go to a block explorer and you look at the Bitcoin blockchain, you can plainly see transactions moving across the network and you can see the wallet address on both ends of that now what you don't know is who owns those wallet addresses um and so what we're talking about in the crypto sense is what a privacy coin is and there's a few of them out there is that you can't even see where the wallets are when that transaction goes across the network and so that so when we talk about privacy and crypto right now if you are not telling people who you are and attaching your name to your wallet, um, you are anonymous, but, you know, for the sake of seeing and view, being able to view the transaction across the network prior, you know, that transaction is not anonymous. Now I can tell you on a protocol, we do have that functionality available and, and you could actually conduct a quasi shielded transaction now with the command line interface that Crumpy likes.
1: Yes, yeah, I do. I do. Sorry, it sounded like Richard was getting attacked by a bunch of birds back there. <laughs> yeah, he's like in a birdhouse or something. Is it too loud? Rip pebbles. Yeah.
2: Are you going to get another bird, Rich? Uh, my wife said, no way in hell.
1: Okay.
3: Smart wife.
2: Yeah, I'd love to get another bird
1: yeah
3: so well, that's what cool do you, do, you, do you hunt with them or what what do you do with them no no
2: I, I had a quaker parakeet uh i hand raised from a chick and he was with me for 25 years and he you know went all over the country with me
1: yeah
3: just, just a little parakeet
2: uh they're like blue jay sized so blue jay size and talk what do they say uh, he said about 30 words and phrases. The, the coolest thing was every morning he would whisper good morning. He knew when morning was. Like they knew sets and sequences and stuff like that. So that, that was very cool.
3: cool. And she didn't like the bird?
2: Oh, no. No, she hated the bird.
3: How many birds do you have?
2: I just have one. You what, have whatever birds? you hear is... No, they, he, he passed in January. So, yeah. uh, so no so, more so, birds.
3: Uh, w- are you at the zoo? Where are you?
2: No, no. This is, this is my pool.
3: You have birds in your pool? No, I don't have
2: that's <laughs>
3: <laughs> Why do you have birds in your pool? <laughs> oh, oh
2: my God. I just went outside because it's nice out. It's not too hot or humid. <laughs> But, but it seems like every bird is squawking around here right now.
3: Right.
1: R- maybe they're running from an alligator or something. I don't know. Um,
2: alligator in a trash can?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, GOA is coming out with a new ad for the Virginia elections, and I might have a advanced copy of it if you guys want to watch it.
2: What do you mean advanced copy? You probably wrote it. Okay. Well, do you want to watch it or not?
1: Sure. Alright. Okay. So this is not out yet. It's going to hit everywhere on on uh on Saturday, so you guys hey, who are. Is, who Bans is that guy. dude? That's Ken uh that's Ken Blanchard.
3: I know him. I had dinner with him one night.
1: He's a good guy.
3: I'm like, he looks really familiar.
1: Yeah. Ken is good. Good guy. He's a good egg. Do you feel safe? All right. you probably don't want me to hear it. I'm an idiot. Hold on.
3: (laughs) I heard that.
2: (sighs) I heard that. Yes. Over the birds.
1: I got to hit the share audio tab.
3: It'd be very cool if you had Falcon. Terry McAuliffe wants all body citizens like you and I I to
2: be in danger. He wants to ban us from being able to defend ourselves. Attorney General Mark Herring is actively releasing convicted felons. Just turning them loose in Virginia. This makes it dangerous. And for some of us, responsible firearm ownership is our only chance of safety. Now Terry McCullough wants to take that away too. On November second, vote to be safe. There you go. So I don't tell you who to vote for though.
1: Yeah, we, yeah, we, can't. Or you we can't. can't. Well we're not we're not endorsing a uh we're not endorsing a governor. This time. Oh, we could, but we're not endorsing oh, okay. anyone. We uh, we have a policy only to endorse people who return our surveys. Mm-hmm. And the Republican candidate uh, made a pledge not to fill out anyone's surveys.
2: That's pretty loser. Yeah.
1: So we're not going to endorse anyone who's not willing to fill out our surveys.
3: Not willing to fill out surveys is kind of a cop-out. Yeah. Yes because you know because here's the thing when you're a candidate you get all sorts of surveys that you may not want to like fill out that's the problem with being a politician you have to lie if you want to get elected because you can't have a nuanced view on anything anymore like you have to be super extreme on everything so i think it's a safe bet though i don't think i'd want to fill out a candidate survey anymore i did when i ran for congress and what pissed me off because i ran third party and I'll just say the gun owner group in Colorado at the time that put out surveys to candidates, I'm not going to say who it is. Um, and, uh, I was the only candidate that entire election cycle in 2010, that got a hundred percent on the gun survey for this gun group and they wouldn't publish it. Cause I wasn't a Republican or a conservative.
0: Uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I Go
3: mean,
1: figure. I mean, if, uh, uh, if um like you it, i mean if you fill out a survey sometimes is uh um sometimes you know is it's not good for us to endorse um but we do we do release like results and stuff like that let's say like you you're you're really good but you're also like a like a white supremacist or something <laughs> of course you right. are not going
2: to endorse it. <laughs> that's <laughs> extreme
1: but you guys get what i'm saying
2: yeah I, I wasn't thinking of that kind of like gee you know if somebody's completely in line with the way you think but oh yeah they're a complete nut job. yeah hmm
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah, but the problem is is that most of the time they support candidates that are really shitty on every other issue. So it's like, it's just ridiculous. The problem is people just want to have a politician tell them what they want to hear. They don't care after the fact. And once they make their mind up, even if people point out, you know, you're supporting this candidate that actually doesn't believe any of that stuff. And then people, once they've made their mind up, they will defend that opinion to the death right? You can't change people's minds typically. Yep. Um, and that, and that's the hard thing about our society, right? Is you that can even with if people have, pentothal. well, right. I don't have any of that, uh, but that's why it's like so hard when our society, once people have formed these strong opinions about things, even if they're very wrong, like if they're just completely out of their gourd and just, but they've absorbed and believe incorrect information, things that are just not factually true. But once they've publicly identified with that, um, you can't change your minds. And that's what sucks because, you know, there's a lot of dumb shit out there and the Internet doesn't help it.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. The Internet doesn't help anything, really.
3: No, not at all. Uh, yeah. Um, so tell us about your leak. Uh,
2: no. Can't tell. Come on. 10 o'clock tomorrow.
1: 10 o'clock tomorrow. It involves the ATF. Uh, I, I, or I, AFT. I, AFT. I will do this. Hold on. Um, I won't share my leak, but I'll share something that's going to make you laugh. Uh, and right now, heads are freaking rolling. They're, pro- they're probably going through everywhere right now with the ATF. Hi, Marvin. Or whoever thug is watching from the ATF. But I will show you. You're saying jackbooted
2: thugs watch your channel and find out what the leak is?
1: Well, no. Well, I did post this and tag them on, like, all my media. So um, they're probably wondering. (laughs) Well, they. That right there is Marvin Richardson. He is the head of the ATF, and that is in, in during, taken during an internal ATF meeting.
2: <laughs> so you screen capped their meeting? Yes. Uh, I don't know.
1: Someone did. Uh, but, yeah, that that's from their internal ATF
2: meeting. When was this meeting?
1: Today. <laughs> Put it this way. He was still on that meeting when I posted that. <laughs> You've done that before. Yes, I have. And it really pisses him off.
3: You're going to get your source in trouble.
1: Uh, dude, I, have, I mean, that's a possibility. I mean, I would never say it's not a possibility. But uh, we take a lot of precautions a lot of precautions but there there's no way you can ever make it foolproof.
2: And cuz I always invent a better fool.
1: And and here's the thing. I have said this in the past it's not just a single person.
3: Seems reasonable.
1: Mhm. So yeah, um So it like if if it's something that, uh, like I I sat on stuff that I know it would have probably outed my leak because there's just not enough people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I I basically have had big stories like really big stories, and I just never reported on it because uh it would it it would it would be too close. It gotcha. would be too easy to figure it out. So, want, so I'm assuming
2: this orders. is a meeting where there was a large number of people.
1: Yeah, a large number of people. Usually, I mean, we, we, we usually, yeah, um, I make sure, but I, not usually all the time. I make sure my leaks are are well protected and set up. So
2: the- in case something so this happens. is kind of like Project Veritas. You're sitting in on the meetings? Like, uh, I'm uh... I'm,
1: no, I'm not saying I'm sitting in the meetings. Oh, okay. Not saying that at all. I'm, Yeah, I'm just saying that I I have information. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put it out. I got an article that's probably going to come out tomorrow about it as well. So if you don't like to watch any video, you can always read about it. But yeah.
2: And at 10.01, I'll have a video on it, too.
1: Yeah. I gave Rich the scoop, and he's like, when can I put out a video? of like, 10.01. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: you're going to have it in the can, then? Or is it already in the can?
1: Oh, my video is already in the can.
2: I don't like um, using that phrase, but...
1: Yeah, my video is ready to go. I mean, I could hit publish right now and...
3: Send it out, but I'm not going to do it. They don't use cans anymore, so that's okay.
1: What do they use?
3: Tar drives. (laughs) It's
1: like... But but I still use cans on my YouTube videos.
3: So when are you coming out to Utah? Me? Yeah.
1: I'm afraid of Mormons. They're cool. Just joking. Not afraid of Mormons. My is they, to one,
2: they, and they don't, don't like to be called Mormons. It's the Church of Latter Day Saints.
1: The
3: Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints. You have to be a member of the Jesus, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. You have to say the whole oh. thing out loud. Now oh. they rebranded. Oh, okay. It's a mouthful.
1: Interesting. No, no, I, I want to get out there. I definitely do want to get out
2: there. John, you ski? Let's 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 do a, a ski trip.
1: I haven't skied in like years since I got married, really. Yeah. Time
2: your kids go on a ski trip.
3: We had a, uh, so, well, let me know. I ski. So it's like, um, they had the first snowfall last night in Park City for the year. Ooh, hot stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping we have a good year this year. We haven't, last, last year kind of sucked all the way around. Really? hmm so, so what? Well, is, it's, it, it sucked trying to make a movie in the snow when there's no snow. And it's hard to ski with your ski pass at Park City when there's not a lot of snow.
2: That's when you break out the rock skis.
3: They they the problem is they don't even open up like the runs. So it's oh like, yeah yeah yeah. So we won't, So the I mean one of the reasons we moved to Utah is for skiing. So it's like wow you know yeah so yeah it's a, I mean we have we do we have season passes to Park City so it's like we go almost <sighs> every week.
1: Yeah, plus I got a little thing where I don't like leaving my basement. Or my house. Actually, not really my basement my house.
3: What you're saying is your wife won't let you out of the basement?
2: Pretty
1: much. John lives no. in
2: a basement, just not his mom's.
1: No, it's not my mom's. No, I, I, I mean, I like, uh, I like Utah. I've never been there, but I'm sure I would like it.
2: I've been to the airport.
1: Been the to
3: old there? one or the new one?
2: Oh, well, it depends on how new the new one is. Very new. Yeah, so no.
3: 2 year old. Yeah. So It's like a big boy. It's like a big boy airport now. Yeah. Utah had a very quaint airport before, but now it's like a big boy grown-up airport. But the but they did a design flaw like to get from one of the main terminals to the other terminal is like this insane <laughs> long walk it's like freaking o'hare i'm like you could have put in a train you spent like billions of dollars on this yeah but it's like literally like a 20 minute walk <laughs> from like, like
2: cuz a lot of the a lot of the terminals like, either you got a train you know going from you know terminal building to terminal building automated train or you got like uh you know, automated walkways.
3: They got, well, you still have to go. They have a couple sections of automated walkway, but it's still like, I counted the steps when I was there. Cause I had to do the walk and it was like, it was like 3000 steps each way. I mean, it was like to do the walk. It was like 14 minutes to get from one terminal to the other terminal where I was. So it was pretty crazy. It's like a long walk. I don't mind walking, but I'm saying it's for like old people and stuff. Yeah. Well,
2: and if you're carrying bags, that's another thing.
3: You know, a lot of carry bags on planes anymore.
2: Well, some. I mean, Southwest, you get uh, what, two carry on, two checked.
3: But they charge you, like they charge you for every checked bag now. Not, not like no, Southwest.
2: Southwest
1: is uh, free.
3: When's the last time you flew Southwest?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, about like a couple mm-hmm. of months ago.
2: My daughter really? flew over the summer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably like uh, a month ago.
3: So I did like four trips this year and I didn't do any last year and I've decided I'm not I'm not flying anymore till COVID's over because every trip I had had some kind of disaster associated with planes, being late. It's just a miserable experience to fly. Someone's asked me the other day, are you coming down for this? And I'm like, Nope, I'm not going anywhere anymore. Flying sucks. And that's like
2: why I want to get my plane put back together.
3: Well, what do you well get your landing gear and staple it back on and let's go. <laughs> isn't it balsa wood you're playing
1: right right no r- rip rip my sponsor that's all i gotta say with that
3: how do i grow a tusk on my face i don't even know what that means like an elephant tusk um i i think you're gonna have to get some kind of serum from a scientist for that i was reading in the chat
2: bit by or a what? radioactive spider
3: maybe I don't know if we have any of those out here. Probably do, like Dugway Proving Grounds. That's all out here. They make all sorts of nasty stuff out here.
1: Yep.
3: There's lots of military stuff in Utah.
1: There's a lot of military stuff around me.
3: I wonder why.
1: Including the freaking Pentagon.
3: How far do you live from it? Uh, 20 minutes.
2: Yeah, Chad's a suburb out.
3: The question is: Have you ever been in the Pentagon?
2: I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. You can oh. neither confirm nor deny that.
3: Well, that's not
2: fun. <laughs> John, John wired up all the Cat Five in the Pentagon.
1: I no, I had nothing. I, I do. I don't do cabling. You too that. good
3: for cabling? Is that what you're saying? You're no, my uh, freaking like fingers work. don't
1: work. Too uh, good enough.
2: It's I'll make talent. sure I use that excuse.
3: No, so what, seriously, do you mean by... what
1: i I've had surgery because of it.
2: cabling or fingers
1: um uh no on uh <laughs> on my nerves cabling
3: gets on your nerves
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Mark martin with the seven dollar super chat uh. Info wow. at crumpy.com, I'll get your patch out
2: so anytime anyone super chat seven bucks they get a free patch just
1: it's not a free patch it's just today just today it's, oh, cool. it's, it's, it's the you can get it here before you can
2: buy a type of thing
3: <clears throat> what does the that mean? what are they doing super patch what are you talking about what is that
2: <clears throat> super the, chat the uh, flying rich patch super chat yeah
3: how do you get that what do you have you, to do you, describe you the process. in the chat you click describe in
2: the chat you click in the chat Right. And you click the dollar sign. And, you know, if you're on YouTube, of course. And then you put the amount you want to put in. And you put a little message like, hi, John, I love you long time. And click buy. And you do it with your credit card that's on file with uh, with Google.
3: I won't do that. Hmm. I don't do YouTube. I, you know, I'm actually going to, I think I'm going to delete my my channel. Like, I just don't like. YouTube at all. Hmm. Odyssey, do Odyssey. Do BitChute, do Odyssey, right. do something else, but but YouTube sucks.
2: Well, everything I do goes over to Odyssey automatically.
3: Yeah, Odyssey is the shizzle and mines. If you want to like a Twitter alternative, I I'm spending more time on Mines. The problem is I got like a big following on Twitter so I can't ignore it. I, but I haven't it's posted amazing. Anything.
2: I get I get zero traction on Twitter now. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I really but, don't even go to Twitter anymore. Who goes to Twitter? Twitter, you're like old people.
3: Here's the thing. Uh, It's not, actually. So the crypto and NFT it's world. It's old people. It's not. So there's different, well, it's like saying, you know, it's like like Instagram, right? Who's on Instagram? The gun world. And, and part of the film world, it, there's huge communities on Instagram. So I have to have footprints there. Uh, Twitter, crypto Twitter is the thing. So there's a huge, the biggest community of crypto is on Twitter. And really? then you get, and then an old video, <gasps> and then, and then NFTs are all on Discord. So you have to run mm-hmm. Discord channels. It's like, oh, geez. Yeah. so it's like, you know, there's different, there's, you know, different universes and you have to kind of mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. your feet in the universes that you want to play in. And so uh, I don't do, I don't do anything on YouTube. And just at this point, I just don't want to spend time on that platform because I got two strikes against me. It's like, I'm into the gun stuff and I'm into the crypto stuff and like Google hates both. So it's like, to me, it's, I'm just not going to spend a lot of energy on like Facebook and I'm not going to spend a lot of energy on YouTube anymore just because I just don't want to spend that kind of the resources it takes to work and build followings on those platforms, knowing that, Literally, I can look at somebody wrong and they're going to you know cancel me, so for sure no, it's just not worth it
1: yeah, dark is going to fill out an application um once to uh he he runs a podcast which you have you been on his podcast d dark d l d after dark i don't think so you should have you should get be on him um he's actually a good friend yeah. of mine um he lives near me and he's just a really good guy. Uh, he has a very active community, and uh, he has a show that he does uh, Tuesdays, uh, Thursdays, and Saturdays.
3: Cool. I was on. I was interviewed out of this podcast out of Arizona yesterday. Which one? About, um, don't make me say that. It was Cheryl Todd.
1: Oh yeah, so, Gun Freedom Radio.
3: That's it. So um, that's coming out on the 11th. And then I'm getting interviewed for a crypto podcast on Saturday morning. Can um, Bozak show not another Bitcoin podcast?
1: No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so, too.
3: Here, Here's the thing it's like, it's just weird, like, because there's like a whole crypto universe, right? And then there's the gun universe. And I'm like kind of bridging both of them, and I have to have a footprint in each. So it's like kind of what we're doing. But it's like, it's, it's, and then the film stuff, that's a whole other animal. <laughs> But like I said, film is the weekend job.
1: Okay, uh, th- we are broadcasted to Twitter, which actually I don't think we are right now, but we usually are. Uh, Twitch, uh, my channel on YouTube, Rich's channel on YouTube, and Facebook. And I'm going to add a couple more. Oh, in my in mine, not mine. Uh, D Live.
3: Have you ever tried using their gathering streaming part of their platform? I haven't done it yet. Mine's? Mine's, yeah. No. Do they have a way to integrate to that with some of these other services?
1: As long as they have a RTMP.
3: RTMP, read the man, no, that's not that. No. Uh, RTMP,
1: it's <laughs> like a it's, like, it's a really protocol.
3: Well, let's find out because that would be kind of cool because I would spend more time on Mines if I could do that.
1: I think it stands for like real-time messaging protocol. So basically, you can stream even RDMP. Um, I know a lot of places do. I mean, if they don't, I'm they really should.
3: Right here's the problem. Like you know, you know, I think Minds is like. They got it figured out like Odyssey does, but they're just not growing as fast. But it's like there's no advertising on the platform. They don't censor, and they pay you to engage with their Mines tokens. Like you literally, you know, instead of like not getting paid anything and becoming the product, which is what you are with all the social media stuff out of Silicon Valley, you go to Mines, and they literally, you know, I've made up to like $1.50 a day just talking like I normally would. Um, and their are minds tokens. And so it's like a pretty good platform. I just wish more people would get on it because it's like, you know, we need more people to value their free speech. and and this is one thing i'm gonna I'm gonna like shit on gun guys a little bit. Gun guys are really bad about the tech stuff. And I keep telling people, like you, you know you may not care about technology, but the other side does, and they're controlling it. And if you don't start getting into platforms, that are decentralized, that can't be shut down, you will eventually not have a voice anywhere. Dude. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of conservatives and they start pushing, you know, these centralized conservative versions. And I'm like, that's no better. It's no better to go on like parlor because it's just centralized too. They can shut you down anytime they want to. And you need to look at blockchain, crypto-based kind of social media where you just can't just be shut down.
1: I, I've been trying and to push people for like a long time it's not they, happening they do it. Manuel with a five dollar super chat uh, super sticker and it's the hippo saying get good
2: dude Manuel needs to give two more bucks and then he gets a flying rich uh, patch
1: yeah there you go
3: well he can have a tusk patch for free if you send it to him don't you have some patches? didn't I give you some patches already I don't
1: have any tusk patches
3: you know what I any Toss Patches? No. Are you willing to give them away? Yeah. Oh, I'll send you a bunch. <clears throat> um, yeah. So I have a bunch of the embroidered patches still. I have, like, hundreds of those things. And then I got some of the PVC ones coming, too. So when the PVC come, Zach. PVC's um, are
1: so much nicer.
3: They are nice. But I got a like of these other ones, too. I'm old school. I like embroidered patches. But they're, um, what I will do is I'll send you a mixed bag. Of I don't know a
1: bunch, and then you need to give them away. Yeah, I give them away. I give away a lot of stuff. I give away patches all the time.
3: Okay. From different companies,
1: I I gave away some JSD patches the other day.
3: Well, and some goa patches,
1: and so yeah, I'm more than willing to give them away. You know, I, I I love hooking up my audience. My audiences are my friends. I know that's sad. Uh, Shooting gallery, New England wants a touch patch, the tusk patch.
3: Look, touch patch. If he's willing to give some out, he is. is, He's getting very close uh, to a
1: thousand and wants to find stuff to give away for a thousand. All right. Uh huh.
3: We'll we'll connect after this and then, um, like I said, I, I have hundreds right now and I'm getting more. So once uh. They come in. I'll send some out to both you guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would love to give them away because uh, I think that would be a very, very uh, good thing. Juden Gallery in England right now has eight hundred seventy-seven subscribers. Guys, come on, let's help him out.
2: 123 One hundred twenty-three to
1: a thousand. Let's get him there. He is giving away a uh, a uh, he's giving away a Mosin Nagant when at a thousand.
2: Really? No, you're kidding me.
1: No, he is. Um, Yeah, he's giving away a Mosin the Gaunt.
3: So that's cool. Like in our permafrost movie, like the main protagonist weapon is a Mosin. It's pretty sick. It's actually a really nice one too. Numbers matching, really immaculate boar. Oh, I
2: I would show you mine, but wait, I I don't have to touch it.
1: And then uh, he's also giving away uh, a Uzi micro. I'm joking, he's not Let's giving see. away either one of those. The he's, light just mi- yeah. he's just a
3: mic he's just micro, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um there's a question in the chat. Uh, does a tusk wallet need to be attached to a bank account? Absolutely not. There's actually no way to attach it to a bank account.
2: Let's see. See, there's my motion.
1: Or one you of just them. keep it in your living room with just the, sitting there? With
3: the bayonet. With a bayonet yes. atta- well, And, and in case you there- see, have a home
1: invader, you can like do a bayonet charge
3: on him? Sounds like he's yeah. got a bird problem he needs to deal with.
1: <laughs> yeah. Chris, you make you really need to shoot a Mosin.
2: It's and sad that you
1: know, I used to be able to buy like the, the freaking crates of 440 rounds oh,
2: for like... Hold on. You want to see my crate of ammo? Like $80.
3: Well, remember when Maybe. you used to be able to buy a crate of Mosin Nagam for $80?
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Dude, when I was in a gun store, I used to buy them by the crates. I used to pay uh, like fifteen hundred for twenty.
2: Yeah. All right. Here's here's one of the crates. Hold on. Hold on. See my ski boots and Mosin ammo.
1: Yeah, I used to uh, I I used to buy like uh, like twenty for fifteen hundred, and I, I would just sell the guns off because my friend would make coffee tables out of the crates, and we just split the profits, so we actually bought them for the crates and not really the mofins.
3: you remember oh, when yeah. you get the Cosmoline Desk cast, the same way too?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: now I'm really kicking myself back, you know. I bought what I could during the, the Clinton assault rifle man in the 90s. I Couldn't afford a crate of those. But Live and learn, right? That's what I tell people. It's like you've been through one of these events where there's shortages, and if you don't dollar cost average after the shit comes back on the shelf, don't ever bitch again. You know, don't ever bitch again, because you know
2: that's what my wife used to say. Uh, You know, when something popped up, and you know, anti two A or you know, the mass shooting somewhere, she's like, "Do we have enough AR-15s? Should you buy more?"
3: But, but, I mean, think about it. It's like you've gone through one of these. You have you know, I've gone through in my lifetime, like, four of these that I can count of, like, these because I'm old. Mm-hmm. But it's like I've been through, like, four of these, like, pandemic – or not pandemic, but panic buying. You can't get shit for, you know, years. I've been through four of them now. And it's like at this point when the shit comes back, like when Trump got elected and then people, like, stopped buying everything and then gun companies went bankrupt. You know, yes. don't ever bitch again that you don't you don't like the price of ammo or you're mad that you can't get something because you know I go into, I go in a lot of forums and it's like really good ammo gouging baby like dude where have you been okay it's like you had four years under Trump that you could have bought anything you wanted and like fairly cheap and guess what? A lot of us did. I did. Right? <laughs> and, I did.
1: I bought so much.
3: I did too and because after the five years of you know no twenty two and whatever under Obama, I'm like as soon as that stuff came back on the shelf, every shopping trip, throw a box in the in the cart, right? And it's like, I don't know, it just seems weird to me that people are like, I can't get anything, blah blah blah, and they're all mad. I'm like, really? Where were you? <laughs> like, well, you're the reason that gun companies went bankrupt under Trump, right? The Trump mm-hmm. as they mm-hmm. called it. And you're complaining now because you didn't stock up or just buy as you go. And so I just wish people would learn, but people don't learn. People never learn. But all right. So understand this, everybody in the chat. I know I sound like I'm kind of being a jerk, but the fact is eventually this will die down and, and stuff will come back on the market. And guess what? You should buy a little bit every week. And you'll never have yeah. you'll never worry again about ammo or guns or accessories ever again.
2: That's yeah, weird. you have a good good point about the whole dollar cost averaging is like if you if you could set aside a certain amount each month, like I'll, I typically buy a thousand rounds at a time, just name the caliber. So when I see a good price on you know nine forty five two two three, whatever it may be, I'll buy a thousand rounds. actually, I, I bought a couple years back um, I don't know four thousand rounds of AK ammo because it was a good price. All
1: right, all right. With that, I think we're going to end it here. With that, um, I do want to thank Rob McNeely for coming on. Thank you so much for coming on, everyone. Give him a clap. Clap for that, you stupid bastard. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I want to start something new, right? And it's, it's called the channel shout out. So I want you guys to shout out another channel out there. Hmm.
2: That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> Keep yapping, man. So who goes first? Uh, you, you, Rich. So I'm going to shout out a Gallery New England, my homie, and uh, who's on his way to 1,000 subs.
1: Nice. All right, Rob, Mr. McNeely.
3: Well, I'm going to say check out DLD After Dark. He's got 1.81 thousand subscribers on YouTube, 2, and let's get him up to 2,000.
1: I'm going to shout out John Crump News, because that channel's
2: badass. <laughs> How many subs you got there now? Uh,
1: About to hit, uh, I don't know. Um, really? I don't know, like 12.5, I think. Yeah, Twelve, five. 12 six.
2: So by the end of tomorrow, by this time tomorrow, how many subs do you think you'll have?
1: I don't know. Twelve, seven.
3: <laughs> He's uh, got a lot of subs, but who's the dom?
1: The dom? What? Oh, uh, no. Uh, honestly, uh, shout out to Flump Dog Armory. Slump Dog oh, Armory. Oh yeah, hey. yeah, hey. Cody. South so Cody. Yeah, good guy. We all know Cody. Are we all like Cody?
2: Dude, she... Cody is like the networking king. I'm like, you know, I I thought I knew a lot of people and then, poof, Cody, like, works it.
1: Yeah, no joke. Cody is a badass when it comes to networking. Um, I'm going to take some lessons from Cody. I'm yeah. Network. <laughs> I think I really should. He is just that badass. Alright. So with that if Dakota Myers and Crenshaw and Dakota Myers, who would you want to win? Us uh, <laughs> uh, That's disappointing. Disappointing. So so disappointing. Alright. Um with with that uh my my uh, video on Crenshaw and his uh, turncoats, the right news, will be coming out. Actually, you know what? I'm not thinking. I'm thinking that they're not Republican in name only. I'm thinking that they're just Republicans, and that's the way Republicans are.
3: Ouch, man! Ouch. It's, you know, at some point, that's just what they are. You got a point. How? Huh? I mean, I don't get me. Started, I I could rant for a while, but you know, when was the last time a Republican actually repealed a law? or actually reduce the budget and the national debt or no, no, I mean, agency. So that's what I always say. Like, let's judge them by what they do, not, you know, what they don't
2: do. Yeah. Tell, tell me when there was a spending cap, they didn't blow through and vote to approve.
1: All right. All right. Tell Ro- Rob, uh, Shelly Rich, tell, tell them where
2: you, they can find you. Uh, YouTube.com <laughs> slash Flying Rich, Patreon.com slash Flying Rich, and Flying Rich Vehicles on YouTube also.
1: All right. And how about you, my friend Rob McNeely?
3: Well, it's easy. Network. That's tus Network And Crappy.art with a K. Crappy.art. Okay. We'll be live this weekend.
1: Oh, by the way, Rich. Yeah.